0: I got this thing going on here,
1: air, yo. Hey, what's up, folks? We are live. Oh my god, look, people in Cal <laughs> Lewis, Scott. What up, guys? Hey, you were first.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? Look at this. He's, everyone's on time. This is amazing. This is amazing. Uh, so Including welcome us. to the sidekick show. Um, it is Monday night, uh, February. Is it February 1st still? February it is 1st, right. It yeah, is. Yeah, we're in February of 2021. Oh, it's nuts. Look at, look at the time. The time has gone. Um, So this is uh Rob. Nope, that way. That's Rob. That guy over there is Rob. I'm John. Uh, and we're here to uh, do the Sidekick Show with you guys live. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about new releases at the shop and news. And then we're going to get into some 80s action movie uh, shenanigans. Uh, so thank yeah. you very much, everyone, for joining us. Um, Let me see.
0: I have a funny feeling uh, most people are here to get into the Rumble.
1: Yeah, 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 maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they don't care about these new releases.
0: <laughs> oh, I care about the new releases.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got we got a bunch of stuff going on. I'm just going to hit you with some of the, the highlights that jump out at me. So Future State still going strong. Um, we're hitting the second issue of a lot of the books now. We're in, I guess, the second week of the batch of second issues, folks. Um, so Future State Harley Quinn number two, Superman of Metropolis number two, Swamp Thing number two, Flash number two. Next Batman, number three, uh, because that's a that's a four-issue one. So a couple books um, got four issues in, in, during this miniseries. Uh, Wonder Woman, number two. Um, and then we also do have a bunch of Marvel stuff. So King and Black is going strong. So King and Black, Gwen Versus Carnage, number two. Uh, King and Black, Marauders, number one. Uh, King and Black, Return of the Valkyries. Uh, and then we do have a bunch of Star Wars stuff. Star Wars, number 11. Star Wars, High Republic, number two. Number one was a smash hit. Um, tons of uh, Jedi uh, first appearances and stuff, so the spec crowd went like crazy for that. Um, and now I'm just going to shout out, since we're still talking 80s movies, uh, I want to shout out, every time I tried to do it, we had technical issues, uh, so I'm going to shout out this Die Hard uh, uh, Jigsaw Puzzle. It covers up Rob's face quite nicely here. I, I can kind of go this way. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're, they're really cool puzzles um, from based off Mondo poster designs. Um, look at that. That could be you at home building this puzzle. Um, and they actually do a whole line of these. So let me see if I can pop off my screen here. So uh, Mondo, they they, they do the kind of like a lot of art posters, but they do the Die Hard, uh, and then they do a whole bunch of other ones. So I'm just going to scroll past them quickly. So this is a really nice Captain America one. Do some G.I. Joe stuff. This is the retro Dungeons and Dragons box. Uh, Iron Giant. Uh, what a great movie that was. Um, Jurassic Park. And they got the home. This is the Home Alone house, I think, right? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that and uh this is gremlins oh that's a that's a classic too is that an 80s movie that's an 80s movie Uh,
0: yeah it is
1: (laughs) (laughs) and here's a a diehard building again which i think is really cool it's got the nakatomi plaza or building whatever you want to call it's it got all the all the different key elements of the movies uh in 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 here and stuff so it's 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 pretty funny i thought i'd shut that out again uh something we can get in for y'all if you if you dig that um and I think that's all I want to really mention about the new releases this week. Uh, we do have the magic new Magic set uh, dropping officially this Friday, so we will have booster boxes, set boosters, collectors boosters, uh, bundles, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and I think that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. Well,
0: oh, yeah. I think we should also highlight the fact, John, that you know we're still in the middle of a lockdown. So if any of this stuff is intriguing, like you know, all you gotta do is message John. Uh, or call the store and have them um, pull these issues into, uh, you know, in your pull box if you have one or set aside and then just arrange time to go and pick them up. Uh, it's, it's you know, it's really that easy. So, um, please make sure you do reach out to the store because they have lots of cool stuff. And I'm constantly transferring, e-transferring John money and mean like, okay, I'm going to transfer you from this other account so my wife doesn't know. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, definitely, you know, this is why we do this stuff as well, right? We, we we mentioned these new releases, so please get on this stuff. And um, I'm, not, I'm not putting anything on a speculation at all, but maybe something is killed in the children. Number 15 coming out later this month is something people might want to grab.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of crazy, yeah. That definitely, definitely. Will that Scott asked, if I'll ship it out. I'll definitely ship it out to you, man.
0: Hey, look uh, at that. Wait, Scott. Look at that photo of Scott. Put that back up. He's in front of the Home Alone house.
1: Is that the Home Alone house?
0: Oh, man. It is. Yeah, it's actually Scott's that summer is. house. He rents it out during the winter. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yes, but that is the oh, home alone cool. house. So actually, what Scott could do if he could get that puzzle then, and then be like, "Hey, look,
1: we were there." <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. All yeah. right. Let's let's kick it to the news with Rob. Then I think I think a lot of stuff went down this this week. I got I changed, nothing. Right? No. Oh, right, nothing. That is, no, that no, is no. all.
0: um listen man there's some news there's some news happening actually a lot more of a production stuff happening john so your favorite speedster in mind the flash is looks like it's finally starting production in april um batman is is wrapping up in london right now and it looks like the flash will be moving into those studios the director andy um is it Massachet- Massachetti? He's already over there. Um, they've already begun some, some work out there. So it's looking like Flash is set to begin shooting uh, in April. So at least it is happening, John, despite your best efforts to derail a Flash They're,
1: they're going to shoot it, but when's it going to come out?
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter because the Flash can run it back in time, Scott, uh, uh, John, and we can see it whenever yeah. he wants us to. Um, okay, listen. Uh, speaking of shooting updates, um, now John, I know that today you were really busy with your grade three work, uh, and I don't mean that as a joke. You actually were in grade three today, so congratulations on that. But did you happen to check out these set photos today? Was the first day of shooting of Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, uh, and some set photos have already been released. Did you happen to check those out today? I sent you the link.
1: I, I saw the preview for the link, which looked like Chris Pratt and a side profile of uh, Helmsworth with um, yeah. some kind of black makeup on his face. I don't know if that was the reveal or if that was the pre-teaser stuff. I do follow Helmsworth on Instagram, and, man, oh, that guy's freaking
0: ripped as hell.
1: He's, he's, he is. He's now,
0: up. he's got the blonde hair that he had almost in the first – Avengers movie. He's got the really long bleach blonde hair happening. Uh, so there are some set photos that started. They, Like I said, they just started today in Australia, which I guess is yesterday. Um, you've got Star uh, Thor, Star-Lord, Nebula and Craig and are all on set um, for this uh, Thor 4 movie. So that's pretty cool and exciting that they, they have started rolling on that. Um, also, um, if you are a fan of Umbrella Academy, I know that Scott is Good news, Scott. The, um, I think, is it the Sparrows? The Sparrows are currently in quarantine here in Toronto or in Hamilton. Uh, they just released a bit of a photo with all six of them. Uh, ben being the only holdover from the Umbrella Academy. Uh, and they are currently, uh, like I said, in quarantine, getting ready to start uh, production and filming on that, which is usually takes place in around Toronto and Hamilton area. And speaking of Toronto and Hamilton, The Boys Season 3 starts filming... Um, very did I say that? Did I say Hemsworth or did you say it wrong?
1: No, I, 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 I'm i notorious at mispronouncing people's names,
0: that's very true. <laughs> um, but anyways, the boys season three starts filming in Toronto very soon. Carl Urban had just messaged, uh, put a, t- a tweet out or something on Instagram that he's on his way up to Toronto for the 14 day. Uh, quarantine period so that's pretty exciting at least listen we are in this pandemic uh, you know things are locked down but it looks like the movie and television productions have resumed and things are kind of at least starting to pick up and go forward on that so that's pretty cool Um speaking of uh, television productions in Toronto surprisingly enough is Titans and John you have you seen the first two seasons of Titans we get it on uh, Netflix up here have
1: you John I've seen episodes from the first season and, uh, the first couple episodes. I was all right with it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was so, okay
1: with it. I just haven't had a chance to catch up on it. It's it's too violent for me to have the kids around.
0: Sure. So we've talked about um Red Hood uh, being in season three. Well, it looks like they've just cast uh, Tim Drake, the third Robin, has been cast in Titan season three. Uh, the name is Jay. Lucurgo, uh, he's right now in HBO's "I May Destroy You" series. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, people are seem to be pretty hype on the on that show. So he's been cast as Tim Drake, uh, Robin, um, as well. We have news that broke out today, John. Uh, Disney Plus. Speaking of streaming with Netflix, we have Disney Plus. Um, Ryan Kugler, director of Black Panther One and the upcoming Black Panther Two, although right now it's being rewritten, he has agreed he's got like this multi year deal with Disney, um, and inclusive with Marvel. So he has got a new series coming to Disney Plus called Kingdom of Wakanda. It's gonna be a live action series. We don't have any information as to what else this is about. It just came out this afternoon, like around what was it, four or so, four, 4.30 um, Eastern time when the news broke. So that's kind of exciting. We've got a you know a world of Wakanda series that will obviously expand upon what he he built in in Black Panther one. So um, that I mean you know hey why not right Disney just got it. they have the money they're just gonna start throwing it and expanding they out the, that they Marvel have the universe. whole
1: world of Wakanda to play with right. So so much so that when I was watching that movie and and they started showing the other characters I'm like oh if this movie isn't about Black Panther anymore uh, I'll still watch. So they they have yeah. a lot to explore.
0: Yeah and I and I you know listen I, again. If the idea is expanding the Marvel Universe into different facets, then I'm all for it, right? As long as you don't water down the product too much, that's all I care about. As long as you give me entertaining content like WandaVision, then I'm all good. Um, And finally, John, a movie that we have been talking about, a movie, a series, a movement, The Snyder Cut, we finally have a release date. March 18th is, I believe, is a Thursday. It is being released on HBO Max in the U.S. and good news, Canada. We have confirmation that Crave ha- is also going to be showing the Snyder version of Justice League on the same day on uh, Thursday, March 18th. It is no longer one or four one-hour episodes. We are talking about one full four-hour plus extravaganza. So. Uh, that's a, that's, a, that's a relief <laughs> you can for stop, me. You can stop freaking out. <laughs> right. Because for those, like, I know that, you know, for those, you know, uh, for Lewis and Frazier and, and Scott and everybody else who, you know, and Sarah who join us week to week, you don't see that the other six days of the week I'm like in rage mode about I need confirmation that we're getting this up here. So I'm very happy. I'm quite relieved. I feel like I could have a good night's sleep now, John. I feel like now that I've – I release this news unto you I can actually go lie down tonight and close my eyes and wake up in a much happier spot tomorrow. Um, I'm personally I'm you may not know I'm quite excited about this news.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think like I've stated it before, the hype train for this movie is unbelievable so I, I hope it lives up to the hype and we don't get another uh, Ww84 on our hands um but uh, imagine if it w- didn't go to Crave and you had to pay the thirty dollars for a four hour movie and you had, what, 48-hour period to watch it? Yeah. Um, It'd be, it'd be, it'd be kind of tight for a couple people, I think. I think that four hours is going to be pretty a pretty big stretch.
0: Yeah, I, listen, I <clears throat> I think you're going to be hard-pressed to find somebody who will be able to sit and watch it all in one sitting. Um, that's not going to be the average movie watcher, right? A lot of us on here have got other responsibilities. Excuse <clears> me. <throat> be at work, pets, kids, uh, whatever that are going to distract us from being able to sit and dedicate that much time. Right. Also, we're a bit older, John, we can't just throw a movie on at eight o'clock at night and expect to be able to finish it at noon at midnight without having to take some, some breaks and maybe fall asleep halfway through. So yeah, the math, um, the math actually would take it to 2am. <laughs> no, if I started at eight o'clock, it would end at noon at midnight at 12, <laughs> so four hours. You got me. You got me watching it for six hours. What, what math are yeah. you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm doing the wrong math, actually. I thought yeah, you said that's that. right. <laughs> <laughs> I lost two hours. I lose two hours each night. Like, wait a minute. No, you're right. <laughs> and I was sitting um, there going, "Wait for it. Wait for it. He's going to figure it out." And then, and then in my head, I'm like,
0: "Oh wait, I figured it out." I'll
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to take a little more drink here. <laughs>
0: the um, the interesting thing is, you know, you you bring up an interesting point with. Uh, is it going to be another one woman 84? There is a, and you know, it is this going to be another Justice League, right? Like, it will be tonally and visually different than what Joss Whedon provided us. Ray Fisher, um, who plays cyborg in the movie, and we obviously we've talked ad nauseum about his current issues with Warner Brothers, but he put something out on Instagram, I believe it was earlier today. And he just said, why, are?" or maybe it's Twitter. He said, why are you upset if Cyborg doesn't say booyah? Do you get upset when Superman doesn't say this is a job for, or any of the other catchphrases that you, you you know, have come up in, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, you would hear these characters say. So I, it's an interesting point. Obviously, it, it, it leads to the fact that there is no booyah in, in Snyder's verse version of Justice League. And I'm okay with that. Um, we're going to get more cyborg, but he also tweeted out a picture, uh, Zack Snyder did, um, quoting Martian Manhunter. So that's pretty much a confirmation that, that the Manhunter will be in, um, Justice League as well. So I think if you have the barometer and you're you're basing this new movie on what we already have, I think it's going to be very hard pressed to be worse than what we got. I right?
1: I, th- I think the problem is all all the hype Martian Manhunter drop all that kind of stuff is leading people to believe that these characters are actually in the movie for more than a quick you know frame or cameo or something like that. So I I I anticipate a lot of people going, oh, they said this Deathstroke was going to be in this again, and it's literally a, a an end credit cameo. Uh, that's my concern. And, and and if you've ever like back in the day, if you've ever watched a regular cut and then you get the director or the unrated cut and you yeah. watch it and you are like. What was the difference? And then you got to go pop on the internet and go, what was different in a uh, regular cut versus extended cut? And you're like, oh, okay, but you didn't really notice, right? That's my concern.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? So we we talked about this off air, um, and and we, I, I don't know if you were actually participating or sleeping through the group chat, but <laughs> you know, we it it could be akin to very much like how you had Lord of the Rings. And now, don't people don't get upset? I'm not comparing Justice League to Lord of the Rings, but what I'm saying is. That movie was three <laughs> hours and 12 minutes. And then when the extended edition came out, it was four hours, four plus hours. And you could see where that extra footage came from. It actually, for me, I thought it was a much better movie, the extended edition, but it's it's a chore. It's not something that you can just quickly throw on and watch and be done with it. Like you have to dedicate four hours and a bit to watch each of those movies. So I'm hopeful that it's akin to the extended edition of Lord of the Rings, where it's like it, it improves upon, in my opinion, what we had, I, I think it can't go get any worse. We're not gonna have fake mustache, Superman. So that's gotta count for something. And I would rather see these cameos, and I hear what you're saying, but to be honest with you, I would rather see these cameos of of a different Green Lantern or because we all kind of when you saw that battle with Steppenwolf and you saw that Green Lantern, he was fighting it, we were all kind of like, Oh my god, it's a Green Lantern! Like, so I'm okay with having these little Easter egg cameos. If it's for five or ten seconds, because at least you're getting characters that you haven't normally seen on screen, you know, before, right? We've never seen a live action Martian Manhunter except for Smallville, uh, Supergirl. So, like, I- I'm excited to see that stuff. And it's for five seconds, and it's for five seconds, but it's better than what we had before, which is it, no seconds. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs>
1: Rob is all aboard on the on the Justice League hype train.
0: I um, know, and you know what? So we're going to have to figure out, like, I've already started laying a foundation that we're going to have to be reviewing this. Uh, here's my concern, is that maybe I'm wrong, and it's a pile of shit. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to, like, eat serious Crow, because let's not forget, it wasn't too long ago, John, I was very excited about Wonder Woman 84, and wow, what a pant load that turned out to be. So... We shall see. Time will tell, but it's only a good six weeks away, John, and I'm giddy oh. with anticipation.
1: Six weeks, actually. That yeah, that's running down pretty fast. Um, okay, moving on from Snyder news.
0: <laughs> was there was there anything else? No, or, that was it, or, man. Yeah. That was all. That was the news. That was all the right. news.
1: <laughs> all right. Again, thanks, folks, for joining us in the comments. Um, this is the Sidekick Show. If you're tuning in late, um, and we are, I think we're done talking about the news, and we're done talking about new releases. Um, This week's podcast, we did talk about WandaVision uh, season one, episode four. Um, And then we also covered uh, the Disney star uh, service. Um, So we gave our recommendation. I don't know if Rob knows a little bit more about that. What exactly is star?
0: Yeah, so very quickly, um, you know, again, we in Canada don't have access to Hulu unless you're using a VPN service and bypassing and blah, blah. Um, So Disney uh, understands that most people actually outside of the U.S. don't have access to any of those shows. So what they've done is they've created this off this uh, addition to the Disney Plus app called Star. And that's where you're going to see a lot of the the Fox properties that Disney bought uh, two years ago. Instead of because we don't have Hulu, like I said, it will they'll be on this Star. So there's uh, if you know what if you go to uh, if you follow the website Mobile Syrup, uh, they have a full list, or you could just Google Disney Star Canada list. I think there's like 297 titles, John, or something of the first dumping.
1: It's a long list.
0: Yeah, it's February 23rd, um, lots of television shows, and and uh, but a whole whack of movies. I would say two-thirds of that list that came out were all movies, um, Fox movies. Uh, and interestingly enough, as a caveat, if we do, and I think we will, the best 90s action movies, there's going to be a lot of those movies that will be on <laughs> Star, because John and I already scanned through it. So yeah, that's yeah. coming out. So we talked about that. And do you yeah, want to finish yeah. off what else we talked about?
1: Yeah. yeah, And then, and then we also talked about, uh, there was a new animated feature from DC uh, digital dropped earlier in January. And then the physical drop, I think just towards the end of January It was called Batman's soul, soul of the dragon, yeah. uh, which is kind of like a seventies themed um, martial arts kind of uh, Batman feature. And I thought it was pretty cool. So um, you definitely check that out. So that's the current podcast. We released it on the Sunday, um, available now on YouTube and uh, all, all our podcast streaming services. So check that out, uh, and then I guess we'll we'll dive in. <laughs> you want to watch four hours of Rob like drooling like like this, just going?
0: <laughs> it's you know, here. I, I actually <laughs> four, I would four. probably actually do that because like like and then <laughs>
1: <laughs> that that would be pretty disappointing. Like oh man, like. Like if if we had if I had a screen cap or if I did a vlog of uh of me and my buddy Pat trying to get through Wonder Woman, um that, that would have been kind of funny to to have on deck. <laughs> I'm not just on my own thinking this is bad. And we're like, okay, let's let's take a break and have dinner <laughs> and come back and maybe it'll get better. And and, and it, it didn't, did. it got it got worse. <laughs> <laughs> so we almost we almost should have not come back to it. We should have just left it and then the mystery would have stayed alive going, Hey, maybe it gets better during that last half. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah actually all the, you know i i'm not gonna lie uh gordon's idea is kind of intriguing it wouldn't be too hard to just set up what we have here and do a, like a live stream while watching <laughs>
1: watching the I, movie i, I think you can just do a vlog you could do like right before you start it you could be like i've got my popcorn i've got my beer i've got like the whole family on the couch we're all ready to go let's go and then if you take a break which i think you'll have to i don't know who could watch a four-hour whatever um, in just one sitting, especially if you are at home and your amenities are there, I feel like you're 100% going to hit the pause button. But maybe that's the challenge, Rob. If you can watch this without hitting the pause button at all, that 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 would probably be a testament to how how good it is. Because I'm pretty sure I've got a small bladder. I'm going to have to probably get up. Uh, two or three times during this movie um especially if i'm already at home if i'm at a movie theater i'll try and tough it out because you're like oh you gotta go excuse me excuse me excuse me go through all those people <laughs> run down and then run back up and then ask your buddy what happened um and then <laughs> and then uh yeah so well see so you made
0: the- you made an one comment you made is you'll have this the family there with you nope they're not gonna watch this with me <laughs> maybe my son will but well, nobody else yeah nobody else will um So uh, could I, you know what, uh, listen, uh, if that is that March break that weekend, because, you know, uh, maybe I take the Friday off and I, you know, or the Thursday and I do the entire four hours in a a mid afternoon stretch. That way I don't, I don't run the risk of getting sleepy in the evening. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, the the, the second I, I bet you they'll play how many times do you think they're gonna play hallelujah I think it's gonna be two, at least two. And the second this one, is the
0: one come. thing that does bother me <laughs> is that yes, exactly. That Snyder released was it four posters, John, or three posters uh with the release date, and they're all in black and white. And dude, I understand you're a you're a fan of the black and white motif, and you're and I get it, and it's artistic. But you're running it to death, man. Every trailer and everything you've released so far on your special cut has been in black and white, and it's starting to piss me off. Knock it off! Give me some glorious <laughs> color, shit, man. Come on, you got six weeks. I want to see a wicked trailer. It's All artsy. Right. It's yeah, artsy. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, done, I'm done with the artsy fartsy shit. Come on. Um, right, and that's it, John. That's it. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think it's time. I
1: I'm think it's time like to crack it into Cracking news beer. All right, let's go. All right, so we are talking uh, 80s movie action showdown. Um, so we're back. We're gonna we're in our semifinals here, folks. So if this is your first time joining us, uh, what we've done is we've taken all our favorite 80s action movies uh, under a couple stipulations. They had to be pretty much uh, regular action, not sci-fi. Uh, we're gonna do a separate bracket for the sci-fi um, and no fantasy, uh, no sports, no no drama, sports or all that kind of stuff. Um, and we kind of wanted to represent the, the definitive 80s genre, which I feel is almost like uh, bullets, uh, explosions, car chases, uh, and uh, a lot of buddy cop movies, I think, right? Um, yep. So I'm going to pop the bracket up, and we're just going to take a quick peek at it before we start diving into our semifinals, which will feature Die Hard versus Commando, and Beverly Hills Cop versus Lethal Weapon 2. Uh, so let's get the bracket. Oh, wait. What the hell? All righty.
0: John has once again broken the internet.
1: No, I haven't. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. It's working. Is it working? Or is no, it not working? We can't see anything. What have what? you done? Uh, hold on. Hold on.
0: Um, uh, hey, sorry. so if anybody does just while John's getting this ready, he actually he and I were just discussing this. I actually fell down a bit of a Beverly Hills Cop rabbit hole. Um, it is uh, last week. It was not available on Amazon Prime. Uh, uh, as of yesterday, it was. All three movies are up there. So if if you haven't seen. Uh, the Beverly Hills Cop movies in some time. Uh, you can definitely, if you have access to Amazon Prime in Canada, you can go check those out uh, for free. There's no renting of them. Um, uh, I'm currently in Beverly Hills Cop Three Hell, um, and so that movie came. That movie came out in 1994, so I can assure you uh, wholeheartedly that that movie will not be part of our best 90s action movies because that's a uh, that is uh, also just horrible. It's it's so bad. um but yes, uh, Beverly Hills Cop one and two are phenomenal movies. John, do you have the bracket up? No,
1: this Wicked. thing is not agreeing. With me. All right, I can I can see it. Um, okay, and I fear so, I fear closing this because it's going to crash everything. So let's give it a bit of second okay. second to load. So I, I can I can I think I can still uh, I can see most of it. <laughs> Dear God, I'm having issues.
0: Um, Ooh, look at that! Look at Sarah. She says she watched Last Action Hero after last week. That was because of you, right? Weren't you saying that you were a big fan of that movie? I
1: I, I feel like it has aged, uh, uh, aged well, uh, and it kind of just it maybe just hit at the wrong time. Um, but it is available on Netflix, so I was I was saying we should either do a rewatch of that, or okay. No, I'm having all kinds of problems
0: here. Yeah, don't worry about the bracket. So I, may may um, that, I wonder. I wonder if anybody remembers when Last Action Hero came out, they unfurled this massive banner on the side of the CN Tower. And I, I, I know this sounds stupid. I'm, I, I quite believe that NASA had sent up one of the space shuttles and actually on the side of one of the rockets was the Last Action Hero logo. I know it sounds stupid, but I feel like that actually happened. Uh, They put a lot of money into that movie in the marketing, and I I don't know if it paid off. (laughs) John, are you still with us or are you frozen in time? John is frozen. Thankfully, I don't know. Am I frozen? (laughs) What? Rob? uh, Okay, so I guess John's gone. So thank God I'm still here. Sarah, I'm not really sure what that means. Does it make sense? I don't know. Maybe that's what I was talking about. Um, John, are you back? Uh, I can hear you.
1: <laughs> okay, so
0: now I can see you. I can see you You. Uh, you moving. Um, yeah, well, Michelle, it's minus 10 outside. I just took the dog for a walk before the show, so I, I hear you. I'm feeling you. Uh, do you have the bracket or no? Do you want to just get into it?
1: Uh, I'm trying to go and open it now. Hold on. Let me see. Let me let me try this again. My whole browser. Scott, you
0: have no idea how right you probably are about that.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: There
1: hey! Go. Uh, thank you, folks, for bearing with us. Um, I, I really got to get a wired connection going on here. Um, so, yeah. So, we we completed our 16 movie bracket. Uh, well, almost completed. Um, so, I don't know if you want to cover any of the... the do you miss any of these movies that we've eliminated already? Wait, sorry. Do I do I what? You miss any of these movies? Do you wish any of them were back for this final? Um other than Lethal Weapon?
0: <laughs> no, nope, no, no. I'm okay with Die Hard beating Lethal Weapon on that one. Yeah. Um, do I miss any of them? Um I don't think I I miss them. I mean I, I can just rewatch them. Yeah. I don't
1: yeah. know. <laughs> did, you, did you did you anticipate any of the other ones going further? Um
0: well, it, it, see, I would have thought when we were first talking about this, so I'm not going to lie, I thought that I thought Bloodsport would have gone a lot farther, but it was up against a pretty hard um hard bracket. I mean, it, it beat out Cobra, which was not surprising, but to go up against Commando, there's no way. Um it's just the way the bracket goes, right? Um and, and in doing this, John, it also really kind of highlighted to me um and, and maybe we, uh, again, memory is fallible. There's a lot of movies that we assume were in the 80s and they were actually in the 90s. So, I, I mean, <laughs> I know that we're not committed to doing a, a, a greatest of 90s action movies unless people would like to see it and unless you and I are kind of on board. But the part of me is kind of excited to do it because there's a lot of movies that I, for whatever reason... I think I melded the eighties and nineties together in terms of the cinematic releases. And and there's a lot out there that I'm kind of excited for. So
1: I, I think, I think nineties is going to be nuts. So we're either going to have to go year by year and, and choose our contestants or, 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 break it up because you have a lot of, uh, of even, even the guys on the list here, a lot of them are kind of only getting to their, the, the kind of like the prime of their careers, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, he kind of really doesn't start getting his stride until the '90s, really. I think um, he had a whole bunch of big hits, um, but yeah, he's got some really good representation. Uh, and then we still got to do sci-fi still. So
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, we still got to do the sci-fi one because that is a very important um, subcategory for sure. And I'm, we're looking forward to that as well. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't miss. He's, I'm, I, I think I'm happy with how it's progressing um we'll just see how it goes to to the end so do you want to talk about um we yeah, Beverly Hills Cop uh, up against um is it yeah, yeah. so let's
1: see yeah so right? Beverly Hills Cop up uh Beverly Hills Cop um is Eddie Murphy's fourth movie uh and it is up against Lethal Weapon 2 uh which is Mel Gibson's 16th movie uh, if i'm correct <laughs> and uh, Dan- uh Danny Glover's 11th movie so these guys are kind of like veterans um, versus this kind of like new kid on the block, um, and the, and to state the box office, Beverly Hills Cop did make three hundred sixteen million at the time. Smash hit, uh, Lethal Weapon, uh, you know, not not to scoff at it, uh, two two hundred twenty seven point uh, nine million. Um, so they're they're both uh, blockbusters in their own right.
0: Yeah. So um, in rewatching, um, and I, I I don't know if anybody else got to see. <laughs> Uh, Hills Cop. you and i were talking about it about two weeks ago i guess or maybe it was last week and i was watching it again this past weekend man i'm gonna tell you something it, that movie it it brings me joy because you can see how much fun eddie murphy is having in that movie right like you can just tell he's just enjoying it he's just he's got nothing to lose uh he, he's having a great time uh, and you can tell that the actors around him are also having a lot of fun, right? We, you, you brought this up before. There's a lot of um, improv. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, a, lo- a lot of the
1: stuff you will. I thought, I thought his uh, recorded acts, like uh, Delirious and Raw, had had come out before this, but they actually, I think, Raw drops a couple of years after this. So it w- it, it it for sure was a lot of material that he was probably doing stand up um, on the road. Um, but it wasn't uh, documented in uh, in in kind of like a, a TV a comedy special yet. So um, I think he was definitely having a lot of fun with it. His charisma is off the chart in that movie, um, yeah. and he's playing like uh, he's playing a pretty good kind of like uh, type uh, in the movie. He's he's basically the fast talking um, uh, kind of get out of any situation just just by kind of like talking his way out of it almost kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was very, yeah. I mean, you, you have a guy, uh, a character who's very quick on his feet when he was put into situations and he had to I- improvise, right. As, yeah. and, and you don't see that in a lot of these, uh, it, well, you don't see it really at all in a lot of these cop movies, um, these action comedy movies where it's done successfully as, as, as naturally as what Eddie Murphy did, you know, you can think, and then we talked about this last week. I'm not sure if it was, uh, Gordon or Scott brought it up last week, or somebody else. Um, we talked about Fletch, uh, and I know that you yeah, haven't seen Fletch. Maybe yeah. Chase, right? But it is somewhat similar in in when they are when their character is in a is in a situation where they need to be quick thinking. Maybe it's because of the actors. They're it, it's so believable that you know they just you're watching it and they ad-lib and to get themselves out of that situation. And it's like, yeah, I can totally see that because they're just so good at their craft. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of of the Eddie Murphy, uh, the original, um, Beverly Hills Hills. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, like I said, you like, you probably realize that the first one is definitely, uh, head and shoulders above the other ones, even though Tony Scott is associated with the second one, um, and his, uh, brilliant shooting of action. Um, but it's, it's kind of funny. Like that, I'll, I'll mention a couple things for this movie. Uh, Victor Maitland, the bad guy, um, yep. is the same bad guy from Rambo, uh, two First first blood. Um, yep. and then the, the finale, the finale of the movie where they, where they have the shootout at that, uh, at this crazy mansion is the same mansion in commando, uh, which is kind of funny. So oh, like, really, eh? like all these, yeah, like that, that big, uh, with, with the white, with the white pillars and everything like that is yeah, yeah, yeah. uh place. It was like some mansion from someone, I guess it was. Uh, like a lot of people w- knew of that person back then or something like that. Um, But, but this movie just, it hits on a lot of spots for me. That's why, like, regardless of what happens to it in this bracket, it is probably in my top five uh, favorite movies of all time. Um, and that's really? just because of Eddie wow. Murphy, the comedy, the fact that he's a cop. And then uh, we haven't even mentioned the music. The music in this movie is amazing. You have, um, the Pointer Sisters, uh, I think the, yeah. the Neutron Dance. You have uh, Stirred Up, Patty Um, You have uh, Harold F- Faldermeyer does the Axel F, theme, Axel F theme, which 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 is used throughout every single movie, and it and it I feel like it never gets old. Um, he's the same guy who did the Top Gun theme, um, and and a whole bunch of other stuff. But
0: yeah, but you know what though, to that point, the, that was the one thing I did notice a lot about it, John, is that <clears throat> they relied on that theme. Mm-hmm. for most of the movie the yep. the uh, Neutron dance song is at the beginning uh, when he's being he's in the the truck uh, with the cigarettes and then um, the Pat LaBelle theme is at the end credits the rest of that movie is the score by the Axel F score. yeah. Um, and so part yeah, and of wonder... And they have
1: the upbeat version, and then they have the kind of like yeah. slowed down, sneaking right. around doing detective work version. But I don't know, just something about that movie fires on all cylinders for me. Uh, and I'll mention that. I think uh, Michelle kind of mentions it a little bit here um, that she says uh, Beverly Hills Cop uh, wins easily, but it's it, it was a bit silly, but the action was good and it was funny. So I, f- I, I do feel that this movie does lean uh, a lot more into the comedy angle. Um, which might be why it could lose this fight before Rob gets into talking about Lethal Weapon Two, uh, which I'm sure he can go on for hours for. Which um, I won't, but, but yes. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll, but, I'll, but I'll make the I'll, I'll help make your case for you because um, because Eddie Murphy, he's, yeah, he's, he's he's charming, funny on the screen, um, but his, his the action that he performs in the movie is is pretty basic. Um, he does a couple roles, pops out with his with his. Uh, with his uh, revolver, uh, drawn, <laughs> shoots a bunch of bad guys. Um,
0: he but does I've never the, seen get... like a cop show where a guy jumps into the scene with a guy. He's very like pummel horse jumping into the scene with his gun. There, there,
1: there is a scene where he runs and does a flip like kind yeah. of like a, a barrel roll and then jumps out and just, and, and just pops up next to the bad guy. It's like, if I was a bad guy, I would see him kind of going this <laughs> direction. I would just shoot in that direction, but he somehow gets to jump on them. Um, but that's, I guess that's just how quick thinking he is. Um, and a lot of the, and even he gets into a couple of the tussles, um, and he kind of he ends up just kind of throwing a whole bunch of the, the same punch, almost like there's 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 like a right yeah. a right cross that he just seems to nail everybody with, and they just go down like a ton of bricks, um, uh, and even uh, did you notice that I think one of the the henchmen, um, the the second in command, I think he's the guy from Breaking Bad. Is he Mike from yeah. Breaking Bad?
0: Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name, but yes, he's yeah from Breaking Bad. Man, that guy—he's been in a lot of movies for sure. Um, yeah, no, you're you're right. The action is—I mean, when 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 his buddy um, uh, breaks into his apartment and he sees his apartment door is is ajar and he yeah. and you know he jumps into it and he—it doesn't look natural. Like it, it looks kind of silly. Uh, to use what Michelle was saying, you know, uh, holding his gun in the way he's he's conducting himself, and it, it, that you're kind of like, what, what? But it, I'm all for it. But it's just it definitely does not have the same, uh, I guess, uh, finesse or panache that you would see in, in other cop movies, such as like Lethal Weapon, when there's gunplay involved. Um, I'm, listen, I, I'm not saying that lethal, um, that Beverly Hills Cop is not a good movie. I quite enjoy it. Um, and I, I've just watched it twice in like the last week because I did enjoy it so much. Um, I'm going to be one of those guys. I think that I'm just going to grow old and just keep watching the same shit over and over again, because that's kind of in my (laughs) wheelhouse, right? Like I don't want any new music. I like the music. I like it. Don't give me any of the new stuff unless the new, the bands are coming out with new stuff. I don't want to listen to new shit. So I think that's kind of what's happening to me with my movie selections, but when we're coming in and talking about this bracket. And I'm sorry, Michelle, but my personal preference is that Lethal Weapon 2 is a far better action movie than what Beverly Hills Cop is. Um, you have uh, you know, a duo who have already cemented their, their relationship in the first movie. Um, they are building upon that. They add humor by way of Joe Pesci. Um, Mel Gibson becomes a lot more funnier in this movie than he was in the first movie. Interestingly enough, that is actually one of the um, the bones of contention that the original screenwriter, Shane Black, had with, with this movie and why he ended up leaving. Uh, Richard Donner wanted to make um, Riggs a bit more funnier, and Shane Black had uh, no in, in intention or interest in doing that. He actually had written a, um, a, a script for number two, and it was called the original title of the script was called Play Dirty, and it was supposed to be very dark, uh, kind of akin to the first movie, but maybe a bit more dirtier, um, I, I guess, um, where the end scene, you would actually, that uh, Riggs was supposed to die. Uh, there was no humor in this. Um, and and Richard Donner, the director of all four movies, said, you know, I, I don't want we don't want to kill this guy off. We we see a potential for a franchise here. We have to keep him. Uh, we're going to do a touch-up. We think we need to have a bit more humor. They brought the Joe Pesci character in and changed it up. Apparently, Shane Black has called that script, as Play Dirty, the best thing he has ever written. Some people who have read it in Hollywood say it is phenomenal, but it's it's in a, in a desk, in a drawer, or in a storage unit somewhere, and it will never see the light of day because it was made... It was written specifically for a Lethal Weapon 2 that we'll never, we'll never know. Um, the one that they did carry over, though, is that they actually did shoot uh, a scene where where Riggs does die, where uh, Mel Gibson's character dies. Um, and on test screening, obviously, people said, no, we want him to live. So they obviously went with the, the, the ending that we all know and love. Um, the action's a lot better. I enjoy the comedy aspect. I, I'm okay with it. I don't feel that it... It doesn't be smirch what we had in the original movie. Uh, I think it 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 makes the whole movie much more enjoyable. It's not a rehash. We talked about this with uh, Die Hard Two. Die Hard Two is the same damn movie as Die Hard One. It just takes place at an airport, um, but the, the the premise is all the same. Um, and this was different. This is a little bit. This is different. Um, you know. Uh, and so I'm all for. I actually truly believe that *Lethal Weapon 2* is one of the the best action movies out of the '80s.
1: Yeah, I, I think like uh, as, judging it by what we've stated that we want uh, th- this movie, the winner of this bracket, to represent, um, which is a kind of like a pure, uh, pure action movie, a definitive '80s film. This has this ticks all the boxes. Um, it's got it's got the gunplay. It's got the car sh- the car car chase. It's got the, it's got the explosions. Um, it's got uh you know final boss fight it's got uh all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff and it and it does pioneer um and pave the way for all these movies that we well that i in particular love like bad boys and rush hour and and, and things like that rush hour is almost kind of like they blended lethal weapon with uh beverly almost yeah,
0: yeah
1: yeah kind of like chris Tucker is the fast talking guy and, and and they bring in jackie Chan and stuff like that um but the 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 fact that the, that you can look at this and you can think of all all these uh Act, the action scenes that went into it, um, Mel Gibson gets to be a badass. He gets to he gets to really uh, kick some ass in this. You you know exactly like uh, Gibson's character Riggs rocks the Beretta, which he he carries I think throughout every each of the movies. And 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 um, Murtaugh's got his uh, classic Smith and Wesson uh, six shooter. Like 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 the 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 kind of uh, other stuff for Beverly Hills Cop and things like that. They were all kind of just props for comedic element or to kind of advance the story along um so i will say it does it does more cleanly represent uh what i feel like we're going for right now so i don't know if people want in the comments want to start getting in here lethal weapon 2 or beverly hills cop um
0: i will uh, say anything, when we're yeah. talking about the soundtrack um all four movie well i shouldn't say the fourth one i know the first three uh, eric clapton was heavily involved with the with the soundtrack of of these three, uh, the first three movies, at least. Um, I mean, you've got a song by George Harrison. You have hit, uh, Eric Clapton's take with Randy Crawford on uh, "Knocking on Heaven's Door" from from um, Bob Dylan. That's the end scene when the um, in the, the bowels of the ship uh, when Riggs is lying there, and you think he's going to be. And and just preceding that is Scott's favorite line. Diplomatic immunity, and then Murtaugh pulls out the gun. She goes, "It's been revoked." I mean, <laughs> I, I what do you, paper, I what do you think the
1: paperwork was for that afterward? Yeah, <laughs> I
0: was
1: like oh yeah. So I, I just shot him in the face because I didn't want him to get away with it. Or he said, "Oh, you know, he pointed a gun at me." Um, but but uh, um, I I don't know if you have like a favorite. Mo- I, I I like the moment. There's a moment where I think uh, Riggs he finds out uh, that the. They they killed they killed a female character in this in this. And then yeah. he finds out that they also killed his wife. And yeah. he's just like, I'm going, don't stop me. Uh, and then Murtaugh takes his badge and puts it in the desk. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. And then they they just kind of meet up and they're like, We're doing this thing, right? Um, well, at the so, stilted
0: house, right? Like he, yeah, he says, yeah. I'm not a cop tonight, Raj. I'm not a cop. And yeah. I mean, first of all, you had all those other uh those other police officers who were all like executed and murdered i mean the girl diving off the going off the diving board the poker game i mean you had all these things and then he 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 pulls his his f-150 up onto the (laughs) wrapping a chain around the the which to me i think was a little bit you know implausible i mean it still to you couldn't take a stilted house down (laughs) with with a truck but uh, I mean, you know, it, it was awesome. Um, favorite, favorite scene? I mean, look, what about the bathroom scene with the, the, the toilet exploding? I mean, them trying to, you know, figure out how they're going to jump into the tub. Um, the, the commercial when when <laughs> Murtaugh, and this is great. Like, Murta is, you know, all excited. His daughter's going to be in a commercial, and then they all gather around to watch it. And it's about condoms. And you can just see the sheer, like horror in his face and you have you had that contractor <laughs> behind watching eating yeah what what was wrong they didn't make me want to go out and buy rubbers like it was just <laughs> <laughs> and then mel gibson as i don't know if you heard but as they're leaving the house you know was like you know the cops was like they're always there's gonna be fake they're gonna be you know you know um making fun of me and bringing this up and he goes, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it you know what they say in one ear and out the rubber like it was <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just so funny like you know it was it was watching two it was like watching two old friends like the, as if you were part of their their group hanging out and making and, and ribbing and nutting each other and doing like the, the way that we do do you know what i'm saying and so that's Maybe that, you know, uh, you didn't get that obviously in the first Beverly Hills Cop and you didn't really get it in the second, but that's, you know, I could have, I would have liked to have seen Eddie Murphy kind of also have that uh, in his movies because it just, it was, it felt natural to watch those guys just kind of ribbing on each other. No pun intended.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's jump in the, in the comments. Uh, I can clearly see in the comments Michelle is not on board. She actually uh, dislikes Lethal Weapon 2, uh, which is fair enough. I think it's definitely not for everybody. Uh, but as a representation of what we're doing for pure action. And I think a lot, I think I saw a couple comments um, that were in there. Uh, let's see, Jonathan, yo, uh, he actually makes fun of the last fight in lethal weapon too. Um, that, that, that guy that Mel Gibson fought was all of a sudden very spry <laughs> with, with, with the kicks and stuff.
0: <laughs> well, he <laughs> was a footballer, right? Don't he kept, he, yeah. he made reference about being a, a rugby player uh, previously.
1: Yeah, I think I think he executes some pretty fancy footwork, which was pretty funny. But you know, I, I was fine with it. He was a villain. Uh Frazier votes for Lethal Weapon 2. Uh, Scott definitely votes for Lethal Weapon 2. Uh shout out to the dip- diplomatic community. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, sorry, I jumped too far back. Uh we got some. Let me see. Uh straight stray jacket uh yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, just right, dislocating to his guy, shoulder. popping his shoulder. <laughs> Uh let me see uh Danny Glover. I saw Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon 2. He is old. Um, Danny Glover was actually Young. younger in Lethal Weapon 1. He was like uh was he like 40 something, playing 50? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, Yeah, he, he it was, he, was
0: his 50th birthday in the movie, but I, I think he was like 46. He's only two years older than me, for God's sakes. So yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah so it looks like it looks like Lethal Weapon uh, two generally. Um, even Lewis can't remember the details of movie, <laughs> but he puts lethal weapon two. Thanks, Lewis.
0: <laughs> I don't he, know, but none of my recap is jogging anything in the memory.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, Scott does also sh- shout out Joe Pesci, which he doesn't typically like. Uh, but I think he states he liked him in this, yeah. uh, this piece, uh, which I thought he was. Yeah, he was a great addition to the movie, adding a little bit of something. He's like their kind of like little sidekick. He's like trying to get high fives and hugs at the end and stuff like that. It was it was pretty great um so let's see let's let's go to lethal weapon and move that And let's rob sees anything else uh, lethal
0: Weapon Uh here yeah here's that here's that thing from scott yeah he thought he shined in it yeah
1: all right so lethal weapon 1989 <laughs> does advance uh it's sad to see beverly hills cops stop here um but it will have a chance to to participate in this bronze match there goes um uh, versus the loser of this match here um but I think just as as an action, if we're if we're looking for a, a representative for '80s action, I, I think Lethal Weapon Two does tick more of the boxes than than Beverly Hills Cop. Um, so let's let's jump up to our other matchup here, um, which is Die Hard versus Commando. Um, so this one is going to be going to be tough <laughs> for me. Um, but I, I think
0: look at you, I can so see the sweat already starting.
1: I, i don't know i've had i've had some people message me and like and and my brother was like yo commandos gonna win this right but i don't know because my brother grew up with me so i've already brainwashed him into loving commando so die hard 1988 um bruce willis's fifth film um commando 1985 arnold's seventh film uh so arnold uh the year previously had done terminator and kind of started to get some success um and uh sorry die hard grossed 140 million and uh, commando only grossed 57.5 million um a much smaller budgeted movie and i think i feel like uh it almost puts it at a, at a, b, a almost kind of like a b movie scale compared to what we're what we're talking about here the other movies are in the triple digits and, and commando didn't even crack like 100 um so let's talk a little bit about these films let's talk about oh man this is going to be tough uh so the villains, um, Hans Gruber is probably one of the greatest villains in all uh, action movie history. Um, Bennett in Commando uh, was described as Freddie Mercury on steroids.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, played by
1: uh, I forgot who he was played by. He, he's a somebody. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up later. Um, but apparently he was recast at a last minute. Um, so the costume didn't fit him properly. Um, the, the, the costume department didn't have time to make a bigger costume, or yeah. get uh get another costume <laughs> for him. But they couldn't so, go shopping
0: uh, for just something else. like yeah, I don't know. So, so
1: if you don't know, he he wears like a weird uh, tank top made out of chainmail over a sleeveless like uh black shirt. Yeah, um, he's got uh like a, a cop or a porn stash going on. Um, and he's, you know, I feel like it's almost an impossible task because you're going up against Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is, uh, if you've watched this movie recently, um, the entire opening sequence is him cutting down a tree and carrying it, uh, a log on his shoulders. And he is like, he is just nonstop muscles. He's like, he's probably at the peak of his bodybuilding, uh, shape during this movie. And then I think he kind of like toned it back a little bit for his later movies. Um, but. Almost anyone you put up against Arnold, unless you somehow find a bigger bodybuilder, um, is gonna look a little silly. Um, so that, that that's 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 my first, that's my first volley into um, why potentially Commando loses this fight. I would love to see it go on, uh, but I, I have a feeling it's an uphill battle because uh, Die Hard is is a, a kind of a I don't know if I would call it a masterpiece per se, but it is it is pretty strong.
0: It's. Um, I don't know if you I want to talk
1: about Die Hard a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's very hard for die. Uh, it's very difficult to not think of seminal 80s action movies uh, without your brain automatically going to Die Hard. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I think that Die Hard gets a bit of a of a grace or a crutch because it's an annual watch. Right. We talk about it's always every year when once December 1st, it's it's on the Internet. It's you know, your friends are posting about it. Uh, Shit. I did it. You know, on Instagram, I posted about I was watching Die Hard for Christmas. So like it is a Christmas movie and there's always talking about it. And I think that it definitely gets the push, Um, whereas a lot of these other movies that we've talked about. We're looking at it from a nostalgic point of view because we haven't seen a lot of these in in many, many years. Um, Aside from this, I know that you've watched Commando fairly regularly, but I hadn't watched it in years. And it's not to say that I'm not a fan of the movie. I quite enjoyed it. I I love those 80s action movies. That's why we're doing this. But you can't watch everything all that, you know, it it wasn't a repeat viewing for me. Whereas just out of tradition, Die Hard is. Would I watch Die Hard in the middle of July? If it was raining, I just had a, an inclination to stay inside and to watch a movie, and I would be sure. But for the most part, it's always a December watch for me. It just is, and I think that that probably is the same for a lot of other people. So I, I do think that, you know, you do get that push. It, it it would be interesting to wonder if would Die Hard still have the reverence if it wasn't a Christmas movie, you know?
1: Yes. It's it's, if, it's a solid movie. You know, it <laughs> a no, it is. I know. Right? You
0: you know. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away. But what I'm saying is, does it still have that? Because it does justify a repeat viewing on a yearly basis. That's all I'm saying. Right? Is that I don't know. You know who knows, um, but you, you're you're right in terms of you got you know uh, even though it was Bruce Willis's fifth movie, it wasn't anything. He wasn't anything big. He was a supporting character or actor in these other movies. He was coming off of moonlighting, and he was still doing that show with uh, Sybil Shepherd when he was filming this. Um, you know, Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. I mean, he defined what a really good bad guy is, and I think that every other bad guy in a movie was now. Um, Judged to what Alan Rickman brought to the table with Hans Gruber, and rightfully so, because you don't want a paint-by-numbers bad guy who you feel like you cut out of out of a piece of of paper and you, and you threw on there, and and your and your hero destroys. And that's what you had with, have with Commando, that you know it was a paint-by-numbers uh, a villain who brought nothing to the table, who was not equal. He was not equal in any way with 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 with. Uh, uh, um, Arnold's character in Die Hard. You have two guys who are who are equal, right? One bit more physical. The other one was mentally, you know, stronger and faster and smarter. So, you know, there was an equal balance there. And sometimes I think that you know you need that for a good movie. You need to have an equal antagonist and protagonist against each other. And that's why you know Batman the Joker has lasted so long. It's because they're they're equal. Against each other, the two you know opposing forces. You didn't you don't have that with commando. And so as much as commando hits all the right bells and buttons for explosions and machine guns and that, the scene of him suiting up, you know, with you know the the knife going across his, you know, in the holster on his chest yeah. and the the grenade belt and everything else, and you know, he's putting the black like I love that stuff. It's machismo, it's action, and it's great. The movie as a whole, though, doesn't hold up against diehard unfortunately it's
1: not it's not it's not quite there and even arnold's charm is it hasn't quite been honed uh to what it becomes in things like true lies and and uh in in his in his later movies um but yeah it's it's a shame uh because it's such a good representation of that you know the ex-military dude um that, that's retired to, retired his life and gets kind of kind of pulled back in um, so let's talk a little bit more about. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about Commando because I, I yeah, know, of course. This, this is the end of the road. Um, but it's <laughs> <laughs> all up, over shout the crying. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to 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 his the rest of his team that gets uh, demolished. Like Arnold was clearly head and shoulders the guy who carried this entire team. <laughs> if you guys remember the movie, the first guy runs out to take out his garbage cans, gets shot up. Uh, the second guy gets hit by a Cadillac that he's trying to sell. Uh, sell to the guy <laughs> and then uh, then the Bennett character is just just questionable overall um uh and then all the all the all the one-liners I think we went through most of the one-liners last week so I don't think we need to need to hit them hit them again um but uh yeah
0: let me ask you a question though you're a, <laughs> you've you've never made um any bones about the fact that you're a huge Arnold fan and and this this movie was definitely not the apex of his career. Um, there is another movie on our sister sci-fi bracket that probably better defines uh, the '80s for him in movies. But does this movie? Do you think that this is the pinnacle of his? One-liners, or was this just kind of at the start? This was the, this was like the kernel that that kind of exploded for his one-liners because he didn't really have many one-liners, like even in Raw Deal, which was before Commando, he didn't he didn't have any any real one-liners. So this is yeah, kind of all raw, like
1: raw Deal is kind of like all over the place. um So yeah, he doesn't really kind of start. I think this is this is maybe the beginning of when he was able to kind of play around with that, and they yeah. they realized he could get away with it. Uh, I think the original script for the movie called. For Arnold to actually not speak that much, uh, which would have been a shame—you'd miss all these, all these great like little things he throws in there. Um, but yeah, I'm not, well, don't, you know, I, I an mean, argument that could send uh, Commando through, unfortunately. <laughs> y-
0: y- yeah, I, I unfortunately listen I, I, again. I enjoy Commando. I actually think though that there are better Arnold movies out there. I think Commando was kind of, and I, I agree with what you just said. Raw Deal is 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 all over the place. Um, I think commando was really the start of what you, the potential of what we were going to get in the five and 10 years after commando with, with Arnold movies.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's, let's dive back into the comments. I'm pretty sure I know what they're going to say.
0: Um, <laughs> I feel so bad <laughs> for you. Oh man. That's oh. no, no, okay. It's okay.
1: Arnold has great representation in, in our, our sister sci-fi bracket, both uh terminator and predator. I think we're, we're going to be in there. Um, and then the '90s is uh, '90s is going to be killer for him. Um, and then I think we should do a Last Action Hero. Is it is it good by today's standards uh, rewatch? Um, so let's see here. Oh, we got to go far back here. So let's see. Uh, a lot of people agreeing that uh, the Die Hard villain is uh, way better. Um, mm-hmm. Jonathan Yo always telling me already telling me sorry. Uh, Commando's not going to make it. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah hands, listen, uh, yeah, Scott had-
1: Graziano, uh, same same thing. Bad, way better bad guy. Yeah. Hans Gruber, when they meet, uh, I think the first time him and Bruce Willis meet, he pretends to be one of the hostages, right? And he, and he puts on like he yeah. puts on like a, a, a funky American accent, and he's like clay, whatever, or and, he, and he's actually on the thing, and then he's like, Yeah, and then he and then he gives him the gun, Bill, and then he's like, Bill Oh clay. no bullet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Bill, yeah Bill, clay. Bill, Bill Clay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like, just it's just so good. Like, uh it's it's very hard to uh, can't beat Hans Gruber's death uh, that was a pretty satisfying death um now Michelle, do you do you know uh, like
0: the do you know the easter egg about that death like did you ever hear about what they how they filmed that so you know obviously like they you know a lot of that is was screened behind him right um mm-hmm. uh and you know he's he's hanging um he was hanging there and they had the camera down on him and stuff like that and they were like they didn't tell him though that they were gonna let like let him drop because
1: I they, wanted this, to hey, be they, they, they All of a sudden, yeah, they just, they, they they just they drop kind of
0: let, and he the you, and, <laughs> Yeah, in his face of pure terror because that was actually what uh, Alan Rickman was going through as he was actually being dropped I down. Would, I
1: wonder if that would be uh, a lawsuit nowadays. <laughs> 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 Michelle uh, says that Die Hard wins easily. Better action, better dialogue, better acting, way better villain, better, o- better overall. Yeah, I, th- I think she is right. Like, Commando holds a special place in my heart. Uh, Commando has quotable one-liners, but Die Hard for the win, Scott says. Um, yeah, Dyer's got its fair share of quotable uh, one-liners too as well. Um, yeah, and,
0: and I see that, you know, Gordon was talking about, he makes a comment about uh, the Terminator, and so I just wanted to clear, like, I yes, listen, I'm a huge fan of Arnold, the first Conan the Barbarian movie. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the original Terminator, much more probably for T2. I, who isn't? Um, so yeah, I do respect, and I love those those pre-commando movies, but I think when you look at Arnold as the action star, Proper, I think Commando was that 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 jumping off part where you start to get all those movies afterwards. Yeah,
1: yeah. Shoutouts to Pumping Iron though; he got to be really funny in Pumping Iron, one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, and that's great because you had Lou Ferrigno, right? I mean, another you know, and, and you know that was a shitty thing. I mean, like. You you talked about you know dubbing lines. I mean Lou Ferrigno, they dubbed all of his lines in every movie he was in beforehand. Like that Hercules, you know, uh, goes to New York or whatever. Like all of his movies that he starred in, they all dubbed his lines because they didn't like the way he sounded. And could you imagine if they had done that with Arnold? Like it, it's mental.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't I, I feel like did they dub his? I, I have I own a copy of a DVD of a movie of his called Stay Hungry. Um, and I don't even remember if he's actually in the movie. I think he's probably a trainer for the lead character. Um, but it's 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 in my Arnold collection. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they dubbed his voice over in that. Uh let's see. Uh shoutouts to the minor villains in, in in Die Hard. Um great, great. Uh, he 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 really Hans Gruber really assembled this uh interne- like this this uh very diverse uh group of uh, criminals. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think some of them in real life, I think some of them were like ballet dancers and things like that. So that's kind of funny. Uh, let's see. A lot of people said, uh, Michelle says she just watched Die Hard and could watch it again. Um, doesn't feel the same way, but Commando. Uh, yep, I hear you. I hear you.
0: <laughs> or lethal <Lisa laughs> weapon for her, for her earlier arguments. <laughs> she was not a fan of that movie. So <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, shout outs to Al, Al Young, uh, Jonathan O. I think we mentioned him during the last podcast. He's one of the. the uh, the, the villains that Hans yeah, but, in.
0: and he got done real dirty in Beverly Hills cop three. He had no lines and they shot him like a punk. Such a, don't watch Beverly Hills cop three. It's not even, it, I don't even call it Beverly Hills cop. It's horrible. Don't watch it. I,
1: I feel like I've seen some movies where he's actually died twice. So that's, <laughs> that's,
0: that's <laughs> fun. Just uh, pure bad editing.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. Shout out to the line that you mentioned, the Terminator lines and Arnold yep. uh, and Gordon, uh, Last Action Hero. Yeah, here's another vote for Last Action Hero. Uh, so maybe we should do this on the on the rewatch. Uh, Last Action Hero. Is it is it good anymore, or is it is it now good? Uh, let's see. Yeah. So I'm 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 digging. I'm digging. I'm digging. I'm hoping to see something else, but I, I think it's it's not gonna <laughs> it's not gonna change no matter how far I dig. So <laughs> let me let me get the bracket ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh John all right so yeah we'll say we'll save talking about uh in depth about diehard for for the next one because uh so whoops I put commando through all right I think I should leave it <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no. <laughs> no all right so uh, Die diehard advances and wins this uh, semi-final match to go up against lethal weapon two so this is the second time lethal Weapon is going to be taking on diehard um so we'll see uh next week if it can take if you can uh, tip this fight, um, and there he goes. I don't know what's taking this thing so long, but now we have a bronze match of Commando versus Beverly Hills Cop. Um, I don't know if we want to decide that now. I feel like it's actually pretty easy. Uh, to <laughs> win, um, but I feel like Beverly Hills Cop does does win this. Um, get at us in the comments, uh, folks. If you if you yeah, think I'm Commando sure would, that one. could somehow top Beverly Hills Cop, if we do consider it pure action, but I think. I think the action in Beverly Hills Cop is, is is enough to carry it over. Although in Commando, I don't remember who the female lead was. I don't know if she was in any other movies later on, but she was actually really fun and
0: charming in this. <laughs> hey, uh, com- yeah, that's actually not Huey Lewis. Um, <laughs> it's a guy who looks a lot like Huey Lewis. Uh, it- it's it's not him. Uh, that is, um, his name is Dennis Hayden. He's an actor, uh, who, who does have a weird resemblance to Huey Lewis, but unfortunately that's not, uh, that's not, uh, that's not him. This is not Roadhouse? (laughs) No, no.
1: (laughs) No, no. All right. So let's, I'll jump in the, uh. I'll jump in the comments here. Some people claim that I was cheating. Yeah. I should have sent, I should have sent com- uh, a to the, uh, <laughs> to the end there. Uh, but actually people are saying commando as, as, as far as we're talking, if we're talking action, um, commando should maybe take third place. Um, which I am okay with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm um, okay with that. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, um, uh, Michelle said, maybe you pop this up already. Um, Beverly Hills Cop is the better film. I I personally agree with that, but Commando is more representative of more of the 80s action, which is kind of what we've been talking about. So for that, um, and to ensure that John has a better sleep tonight and doesn't feel sad, I'd be okay with Commando (laughs) going through as third.
1: There's plenty of Arnold that's going to be happening, but I'm going to take this victory now before anyone changes their mind.
0: Uh. (laughs) I love it, John.
1: There it goes. Here you go. All right, Commando, third place. There we That's go. That's all right. Good enough for me. All right. Even even though I love I love both of these films. I, I I will say I actually do overall like Beverly Hills Cop uh as a movie better than Commando, but I feel like Commando should be in there if we're representing the 80s. I yeah. feel like it gets left off of a lot of these lists.
0: No, I um, agree. So let me ask you as we're wrapping up, do you think we should now jump into for starting next week the side the side bracket and then have the those final two for our last ep- our last 80s action, those final two and then the one that these final that we've uh, discussed today square off.
1: Um yeah unless unless I I, f- I feel like we could come up with the list uh based on uh the suggestions that people have given us uh throughout the episodes of this um and 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 kind of present that list to you guys and then we'll see if anyone wants to add anything on uh and then we can toss that into the bracket um so unless i don't think there's is there anything else to discuss on this uh if, if, no. or do we want to start asking people to throw start throwing up uh no, not no, we've got, we've,
0: yeah we've got a fairly decent list i think next week we, we we get it down and then throw it up there and then i think because it's not a, a a a long list i think we only had eight eight titles or so john so I think what we do is we can get through that list and then the final two uh, on our final episode of the eighties action, we can have the final two of, the, of those. Uh, we can figure out who the winner of, of that sci-fi action is, and we can figure out the winner of this uh, lethal weapon diehard winner, and then maybe have those two square off to figure out who's, who's the best. So that might be the best way to, to go ahead and, and do it. All right.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I think we know a lot of the suggestions. Unless yeah. anyone else has anything else we, we should kind of talk about, I, I think we should I, I'm I'm liking this idea of a last action hero uh rewatch.
0: Yeah, but that's um, 90s though, right? No, no, but
1: but just in general, we could we could oh, spin oh, it okay. off as a special. Yeah. We could we could cover the movie in depth. Um, so we I'll try and watch it.
0: it. <laughs> do we it live? Try it. We maybe see if we can do it live, yeah. 93. Yeah, maybe we should see if we can do it live. So if people want to watch with us. You guys press play at the same time we do, and then we can just kind of like watch and talk through it and and, and read, <laughs> read your comments. Maybe we do it like on Twitter. You know how they do those those things? We do a Twitter thing. We, we start up a Last Action Hero rewatch, and if people want to join us through Twitter, uh, we can comment through. Instead of talking through it, we can do like a live watch together, like a watch party, and comment through Twitter if people are up for that.
1: Oh, I, okay. And then and then we can get together after and gather our our thoughts. Oh, that'd yeah. be pretty
0: interesting. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. If people, if people are, we will 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 percolate that idea, and if people are up for that, we can do a watch party. You can join us a lot on, on Twitter. John and I will can be on Twitter. We can be talking, you know, tweeting about the movie while we're watching it. We'll have a special hashtag, and then we can link up afterwards and and do a a, a live show and and kind of discuss the things that we we saw. If you'd like.
1: Yeah. Total Recall, I think, was... Uh, 90, <laughs> I want to say 93, but I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, oh, no, wait. Sorry, yeah. Total Recall? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 1990. Unless 1990. you're talking about the remake from 2012, John.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> Sarah, are you not on Twitter? <laughs> uh let's see here. last action hero. yeah so so jonathan J., yeah that last action hero is on netflix there's a oh is there a watch party app is that integrate okay oh we're, i we're, actually
0: was it uh, is it netflix or was it disney i know disney had a a watch party app right
1: yeah oh we could do, do discord i've been meaning to get on discord and i feel like that's that's more up to date. Okay. Well, we're going to, okay. we're going to, we're
0: going we're gonna, we're gonna, to, we'll, we'll, we'll put that out there.
1: Yeah. 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 Total recall. I own the DVD set that comes in the little Mars moon,
0: um, <laughs> oh, such which nerd. was mad
1: annoying because on your DVD shelf, you'd have to put your DVDs and yeah. you'd have this round tin that would roll <laughs> off the shelf and fall on the floor. So I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the fate of that tin was for me. Um, Gordon states, "Uh, no, not the remake." <laughs> a big, a big "no" capital letters with an exclamation mark, and he's one hundred percent right. <laughs> no, we stay, we steer clear from that. Um, Sarah shouts out, "Of course, the three, the three boobs in Total Recall." Um,
0: <laughs> I do know what you're referring to. So.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I didn't really get the fascination. <laughs> it was funny.
1: <laughs> Wait, <Okay. laughs> it's it's weird. like you, you desire that you desire. (laughs)
0: It's it's not like it's a viable option. Just hanging around Be like, Oh, I I can tell you from experience, John, but sure. Why not?
1: The technology exists and no one's done it in real life that I know of. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, all right.
1: Uh, you know, Scott, Scott shouts out the, the bachelor. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I know his wife um, probably I, I feel like, yelling at him to, you know. I, I feel like we could do
1: a whole a whole spin-off of, of, of Bachelor. Um worst remake of all time. That's that's a good point, Gordon. Maybe we should have a worst remake of all time. Um actually, I don't know if I want to watch any more terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right well listen all i want right. to say uh thanks everybody who has been participating uh in weeks previous and for tonight it's been a, a heck of a lot of fun we can't do this without your interaction and your participation um even if you don't agree with us michelle i'm sorry um as we mentioned i think she earlier, saw where we
1: were coming from i think she saw the like the action pedigree that we were kind of looking for um, um quick, maybe. Quick, quick shout out to three boobs what's not to like i'm like well you have to get the, like how are you going to shop that And like there's the, that's like a whole nother demographic
0: um <laughs> uh, it, i'm okay with it um um <laughs> my mind is i have 1800 things of which i could already deal with those um um and also just to recap our the main episode is up already we talked about um Uh, WandaVision uh, episode four that came out on Friday. We give our review Uh, for those who haven't listened or watched it yet. I highly recommend you do Um, Andre's head turns into a lava lamp out of pure anger. So it's a lot of fun (laughs) to watch it for that. We talk about the new Disney uh, plus add on called star. And we give you guys some recommendations on, on classic, Classic, I guess, eighties night, whatever movies and TV shows that maybe you would we would recommend or that we're looking forward to watching, and then we also, as John had mentioned earlier, we review the new DC animated movie, Batman: um, Soul of the Dragon. This is a movie. Uh, the whole thing takes place in the seventies. It is pure disco style Batman martial arts adventure, uh, and so you definitely want to tune in to see what we have to say about that. <laughs>
1: Okay there's a couple things I would, the, the chats blown up here but um so uh, uh Gordon was asking what's worse the total recall it's total recall remake Conan or the RoboCop and and I'll tell you in this order the worst is 100% Conan uh, Jason Momoa vehicle of oh. trash um the, the the second place goes to the total recall was the Colin furl Ferrell? 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 Ferrell, yeah. Feral, Feral? Feral, yeah. Uh, let me butcher another name. Add that to the list. Uh, and then the, the the least worst out of them was the Robocop. I feel like that Robocop movie was actually two to three action scenes away from actually being a decent, a decent watch. Uh, and Michelle says she'll never forgive either of us for making her watch Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> I, I can see how it would not appeal to some people. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. Yeah. Uh Carl <clears throat> uh, Urban's dread. Oh no, Carl Urban's dread is clearly oh, head and shoulders oh, yeah. amazing. It's definitely better than the original. Um, yeah, so that, that that's, 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 one that's the one will not good. make it
0: the best action yeah, movie yeah. of the nineties.
1: That, that's that's a good example of of why they can do these remakes. Like, I'm fine if they like mm-hmm. RoboCop is a great movie. They did a remake. Did they really need to? No, but could it have potentially uh, been better? It, it's possible. Uh, but but this dread movie is a good example of of, of taking that and actually making it better. Um, yeah, like uh, cool, cool. Gordon's agreeing with me. Thank you, Gordon. Um, and I think, yeah, uh, Carl Urban can do no wrong.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think of what Carl Urban was in Star Trek, Star Trek, the boys. Star Trek is great. Yeah, no, but that's not, he can do no wrong, no. is what he's saying. Yeah, what can yeah, so. do
1: wrong, though? Um, he was in a yeah. he was in a TV show called Almost Human, um, that I actually quite yeah. liked but it got
0: canceled. Yeah, so um, right with Michael Weatherly. Is that the actor's name? Yeah, 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 yeah. it was great. Yeah. yeah. All right, John, I got to go. I have the kids messaging me about taking the dog for a walk. So, <laughs> well, okay,
1: so we're not we're not we're not playing Fortnite after this is what you're saying.
0: I got it. Uh yeah, no. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All uh, right, thank you tomorrow? very much,
1: everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let's rock. Uh, thank right. you very much for, 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 for join, joining us. Um, uh, like like uh, Rob said, um, think we can do this without uh, you guys jumping in there and having fun with us. Um, and uh, if you didn't know, the Sidekick Show is on its separate podcast stream. Uh, yes. So the link will be in the description. Uh, you can follow us on iTunes or, or Spotify and listen to this back on the audio or maybe pass it along to friends. Uh, and hopefully, we will do some more specials uh, the Cobra Kai special, uh, a lot of fun. Um, and uh, we did a G.I. Joe special as well, and hopefully we will maybe do a Last Action Hero special, um, and maybe we should do a a next Karate Kid special. I think that would be fun um uh and talk about our our, our guesses for cobra kai season there's
0: me. a there's a remake that would be go down as as crap was the the jaden smith karate kid remake that's a whole other bracket you can now like i'm mentally thinking we have to p- schedule this now for the summertime with everything else we've got scheduled up uh worst uh, remake bracket <laughs> so
1: <laughs> all right so we sh- shout out to tim's appearance last uh, <laughs> last episode uh if you, if you didn't catch that definitely go back and watch uh Watch, watch the end of that podcast because that was that was, that was absolutely hilarious.
0: My understanding um, is he's still not over it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, we're gonna stay all night like with you guys. Let, all
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we better let Rob go walk his dog before he pees and poops inside. Um, Me, thank no. you very much, everybody. <laughs> uh, both. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Thanks, all everybody. Right. We really appreciate it. Right. We'll see you guys thank in you guys a week. week. Yeah.